right, good morning, Living Stones. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another beautiful day our God has made. If you're here, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. If you're watching online, thank you for joining us online. We may be miles and miles away from each other. You may be halfway around the world. <laughs> but you know, we're all together for one reason. And God's amazing love for us. So please join us. Lift your hands, lift your hearts, lift your voices as we celebrate and praise our Heavenly Father. I'll raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Raise a hallelujah Louder than the unbelief I'll raise a hallelujah My weapon is a melody I'll raise a hallelujah Heaven comes to fight for me. Sing a little louder. The heaven comes to fight the wind. 
such a beautiful song. I love that song. That song is gift-wrapped blueprint for when we're going through hard times. If you listen, if you listen to the words, when we're going through our hard times, when we're right in the middle of our, our, our problems, our worries, our anxieties, they, and we're right in the middle of, my, of, the, of the storm. Whatever your storm may be, please don't dwell in that storm. Focus on God. Give it to God. Give it to God. When you start praying, you start worshiping, you start lifting your hands, lifting your heart, lifting your spirit, lifting your voice to God, he will lift your spirit. And before you know it, you're miles, you're miles above that small little tiny storm because God is so much bigger. God's love is so much bigger. Dear Lord, thank you. God, thank you for your overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love for all of us.
As we worship your name, we declare that your reckless love surrounds us, Jesus, and, and we are just so honored and humbled to be here, Jesus, to be in your presence right now, God. You are so powerful, so mighty, Jesus. Your name is so wonderful, so beautiful, and so powerful, Jesus. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you for all of who you are, God. We give you all the glory and the honor right now. I'm fired up. I know that God is good. He's worth our praise. Amen. You know, and I think about that reckless love as we go into communion Sunday. First Sunday of the month, we always do communion. It seems like it came faster this time, right? Because February is a short month, so. But uh, as I was thinking about it, I was thinking about the promise that is in your hand, the promise that represents. You know, sometimes we just get so caught up in tradition. Oh, it's snack day Sunday, right? We've, we've got a young girl in, in, our, in our children's ministry. She always gets excited about communion Sunday. There's, there's snacks somewhere. I got to find them. But you know, there's so much promise in this right here. In Isaiah 53, verse 5, it says, But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole, and he was whipped so we could be healed. 
That's what this promise represents right here. That's the love of our Jesus right there. His blood and his body and what they represent and and what he did for us. He was broken so you could be made whole. He bled so you could be healed. Come on, and when we claim the promises of God, all of a sudden, communion becomes so much more than a little wafer and a little bit of juice. All of a sudden, it's like, God, you said you would make me whole. I came in here, I don't feel whole. I came in here, I feel broken. You know what, God, you said that by your stripes, I am healed. So God, as I come before you this morning to partake in communion, I'm going to take you at your promises, saying that I am healed and I am whole. Amen. Come on, church. Come on, church. Take a moment. Jesus said to his disciples, as often as you can, do this in remembrance of me. So sit in this moment. Get your heart right before God. Make sure you're you're putting him forefront. You got to shut out all the other thoughts, all the other stuff. Shut out the argument you had on the way to church this morning. Put all the other voices aside. And remember, Jesus is standing right there and he says, I did this for you and I do it again and again and again and again. Because I love you and you're worth it. Amen. Let's partake.
we're so glad that you are here today. Jesus loves you. We love you. Now go love each other. Welcome to church. Good morning, church. Good morning, good morning. So many beautiful faces. We've got some new babies back in the house. Thank you, Jesus. My niece was just born three minutes ago, so hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm super excited. We've got some new faces. My sister in the back is finally here. She's not listening. She's hugging. She, um, no, she didn't have a baby. Jay did not have a baby. But she is home, so I had told her earlier, welcome back. Welcome home. I'm talking to you. Welcome back. Welcome home, sister. We're so excited to have you. You want to introduce us? Sorry, I forgot that part. My name is Cliff. This is my firecracker wife, Jen. I know what they're doing up here, okay? He's got it. He's got it. Thank you for joining us for Church Online. Let's continue worship with our tithes and offerings. Yes. Mike, let me get it out. He, like, went fast through that. I wasn't... Ooh, okay. Um, so we're going to be um, today in 2 Corinthians 9-7. And it says, You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And I was just meditating on this verse. If you're in Rooted, we've been talking about tithing, so it's been a great message. Um, But we all know we want to, you know, we know the 10%, we know the cheerful giver. Rachel, I haven't seen you. I love you. I'm sorry, squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the biggest words that I was looking at to this morning was you each must decide, decide. And I was thinking about that word decide because I'm like, it doesn't say like make up a a thing. Like it says decide. And when we decide on a decision or we make a decision in our house, we seek God first. right. Right. And so I was just thinking even this week on Friday, we were getting, you know, my husband just got paid, so we were going to do our 10% tithing, and I, you know, before I always had to always ask God, what do you want me to give this week, or this actually month, and he gave me a very specific number, and it was our 10% plus some, and I'm like, ooh, Lord, have you checked the bank account recently, because looking a little deep, we're supporting people at NAU recently, um, so I was just, and, but God, and all weekend, I, I see that number over and over, same number. And so I was thinking about this word and it's, you, you must each decide, but I want to encourage you guys to also seek God before you decide. Every time we make decisions in our homes, we seek God. Why would this be any different? And so I ask you guys, even today before our tithes and offerings that you guys ask the Lord, Ask him for a number. He knows what's going to be ahead this week. 
He knows if your car is going to break. He knows if you're going to get extra junk removal services. He knows, like, where you're at. He knows what's coming, what's not coming. And so why not seek him first? Like, that's so exciting. Like, I just got a new tool. I'm going to seek him first. He knows what's ahead of me. And so um, when you guys decide today, when we are before we're in prayer, ask God. Ask him for a number. Um, God is good. He's faithful. And so... um, you know, even if I look at Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings. And so that's our decision making right there. We trust in the Lord. Let us go to prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for today. We just thank you, Lord, that um, we get to make decisions not alone because we don't have the understanding that you have, Lord, that we can seek you first that you're with us, that you're near us, Lord, and that um, you hear our hearts when we want to give to you, Lord. I pray for this church. I pray for our offerings and our tithes, Lord. May they be given cheerfully and abundantly, Lord. In your heavenly name, amen. amen. So you can give this week our, buck, our bucket holders. Ushers. Thank you, ushers. If you don't know, you're not in my rooted group, but um, they ridiculed me all Friday for that. Um, so yes, ushers, we've got wonderful ushers. We've got Dante and Adam and Pastor Keith and Pete, the Raider fan. Um, but you can give cheerfully online, um, through our church center app at livingstones.tv. Even the Bible app has a link on there as well, but also obviously in person with our bucket holders, ushers, and in the offering, um, (laughs) offering envelopes located in the entrance. Uh, if this is your first time here, we'd like you to fill out a, inf- a connection card at the information table in the back. Yes. We have our VIP guests are in the back. It's getting better. It's getting better. Right. You can follow us online and stay connected this week through our Living Stones TV on Facebook and on Instagram. Some good, good stuff. We've got lots of questions on there as well um, that you guys can answer and be connected. And um, we had some good questions this week. Is youth here today? You know what? Thank you, Sadie, for showing up. Thank you. She was cheering the loudest. All right. This week, we have youth at my house. It is at or our, our house. Our house. At 7 o'clock. Um, he just pays for it. But I don't know. You have the... Oh, yes. So we have summer camp coming up. So if you're not, we are super excited. Super, super excited. Um, dirt deposit is due, but... If your kid is going to camp, we will be having a parent fundraising, parent meeting this Tuesday at 6 o'clock at my house just to kind of get you guys all caught up on some fun fundraising opportunities we have. Then we have our first fundraising, which will be this, not this Saturday, the 19th, um, at Pastor Keith and Heather's house. We'll be doing a garage sale from 7 to 11. So if you guys have stuff you want to drop off for the kids to sell or you want to come shopping, they probably have some good stuff. Um, But then also, we'll kind of get to this later, but we have every fifth Thursday of the month, we have a date night. And so this month, the date night will be offering babysitting for our families that have kids. So our youth will be babysitting and all proceeds will go to camp. So we're super excited. So check that out. It's on our Instagram page um, and we'll be sending it out as well. Where's my men? There we go. go. This Thursday, you guys will be meeting at 6.30 p.m. Details are on the Church Center app. 
If not, check with Adam. Ooh. Yes. There it is. Yes. There it is. Yes. yes. Yeah. Pastor Abel, you'll be picking them up, right? Got it. Wow. They like really called you out. And on stage. He said he's going to faint. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we have great marriages going through. We will be doing Anchored Marriage Retreat April 29th through the 30th. We are so excited. I know actually so many couples are already registered. It is going to be so, so good. Mission Bay Resort, first of all, is gorgeous if you haven't been there. And then on top of that, we've got our team getting together with so many young, fun, young things to, for us to all do so we can be connected um, at our marriage retreat. It's going to be so good. Registration closes on March 27th, so get connected. Yeah, a couple weeks from now, so get in there. <clears throat> that one. So get involved and be part of the group RA team. Join us Sunday at 8 a.m. for a team rally and set up. We can always use the extra help. Yes. Yes. He added an extra word. (laughs) All right, church, we are so excited. You can find all this and more on our Church Center app. Get more details. Get connected. Have a great Sunday and welcome our pastor. Hang on. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. You guys stay here. Stay here. You guys are all too crazy and having too much fun up here. You know what? These guys are awesome. They, they pour out a lot for this church. I, with Pastor Jen being our youth pastor and, and making everything happen, they pour out a lot. They pour out a lot from their home. They pour a lot out from their time, their energy, their finances to make these things happen. So I just want to take a minute to pray over them and just say thank you. you lift up shouts like we shouted that, that Cliff's going to be at men's group this week. I'm fired up about that. So it's going to be so good. So let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much for this Mulot family. God, you know all the countless hours, the countless tears, the effort that gets put out when they don't have any energy left. And so, God, we ask right now that you would multiply, multiply their energy, multiply their ability to do what you've called and created them to do. It's time to step in. It's time to step up to see the fullness of what God can do through them. And so, God, right now we just pray for provision to come. God, we pray for, we pray for the, the seas to part so that we can get where we need to go, make a highway where there used to be a sea. So, God, we just thank you and give you the glory right now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Come on, lift up a shout for these guys. You guys are awesome. Love you so much. Oh, my goodness. Woo. We do. We got some good-looking people in church today. Man, oh man, what's up? Mosier's in the back. Oh my goodness. Oh, that gets me excited. I, I'm, I'm going to have you just get up here and just sing for us so we can, we can get through the rest of the service. I, I don't even need to preach. That'll just, people get healed. Things will just happen. Come on, somebody. No, it's, it's so good. And anybody want to get in the Word today? Okay, see, they want you to preach too. You know, get up here. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Where are my paper Bible people at today? We got some paper Bibles? So good. Would you mind handing me that, that tool right there? Thank you so much. I forgot it. I was just too excited about the mulots. I got people watching online, and I want to make sure I say hi to them. So we got all kinds of people watching on here. Super cool. Um, you know what? I, my phone bugged out, and I went off the screen. So, oh, every time, every time. I think it's actually a copyright problem is what it says. Your video is blocked for 249 locations. People can't see you or hear you. Okay, cool. Awesome. That makes it fun. 
Let's go. Let's see. I, you know what? Dorothy Faraganin is watching on our online church because we have that. Cece's watching on our online church too. How, how many other people? Did you hear people? Who, people just shouting? Okay, good. All right, good. Well, let's get in the word today. Go ahead and turn to James chapter 1. That's where we're going to start out. If you'd like, you can follow along in the YouVersion Bible app. All kinds of fun stuff in there. Um, go into the, the more button on the bottom right-hand corner. If you have an Apple phone, just throw it across the room. It's okay. It's all good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I got razzed already this morning, so we're going to make it happen. But while you're turning to James chapter 1, um, I, do, I, do, I, do I have bags under my eyes, you guys? How's it look? Did the makeup crew do well enough? Just wanted to make sure because because we, we got a new puppy this week. And I am not sure where I left my brain, you guys. Yeah, you guys are with me. So maybe the three of us together, we could maybe preach this message. Who knows? Or some craziness would break out. But uh, but I, I got the most sleep last night than I've gotten all week long, which was five hours. Um, so praise God for five hours. It was so good. But uh, it's going to be fun. You know, with this new puppy running around, we're learning all kinds of stuff. I'm learning that I, I really need to go on a diet. Yeah, I, I'm learning that. I'm, I'm learning that, uh, that that whining sound is only cute at first. Right? I, I'm learning that my, my three-year-old wants to be a, uh, like a professional wrestler with, with, this, with this little puppy. Um, I, all I heard was giggling and then squealing. And I come around the corner and I've, my, my three-year-old's got his, like his knee on, on the head of this little tiny puppy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, get off of him. And he thought it was the funnest thing ever. I'm like, wait till he gets a little bigger, you know. And then you can wrestle with him like that. But, uh, but so it was a little bit crazy. But the one thing that I really learned real quick is that when he starts, when he goes on mission, right, all of a sudden his nose hits the ground, his little booty wiggles, and he goes on mission looking for a spot to let down a load in my house. Are you with me? And, and there's, there's just like this sixth sense that happens after. There's this, from experience of watching him do this, at first I'm like, oh, he's exploring. He's, he's, he's learning that this is his house. Oh, that's so wonderful. And then all of a sudden as he goes through and, and then he, you see the infamous squat and you're going, oh, get him, get him, get him. He's trying to run him outside to his little patch where he's supposed to go to the bathroom. But somebody say experience. Experience, right? Chelsea and I could be in the middle of something and just see all of a sudden he starts scurrying across the floor and like, get him, get him quick, get him out there. And it's just from that experience, you know, knowing by experience. Today's message is titled... Less is more. Tell, tell, tell your neighbor, less is more. Less is more. Tell them like you believe it. Less is more. Less is more. Let's get into James chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity. Somebody say opportunity. Opportunity for great joy. Somebody say joy. Verse 3. For you know that when your faith is tested, somebody say tested, your endurance, somebody say endurance, has a chance to grow. <laughs> Verse 4, so let it grow. Come on, I was waiting to like break out in song, like let it grow. No, anyway, no, we're not going to do, do it, we're not going to do it, we're not going to do it, we're not going to do it. We're going to refrain, we're going to hold back. This, this, is, this is a, you know, like it's a spiritual thing, we got to hold back sometimes, you know. 
Let it grow. Anyway, um, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Now, as you read this, you're kind of going like, how does this apply to me? Now, as James is writing this letter, he's writing it to the 12 tribes. And i got to be honest, I know that James is not writing this out of theory. He's writing it out of experience. Come on. Some of us need to know that experience will change the way that you see God. It will change the way that you see life. And it will change the way that you do things. Experience. Right? As Chelsea and I are sitting there, we might be cooking dinner, but all of a sudden we see that little, little butt go across the room. We're like, uh-oh. Experience says, if I don't want to have to clean that up, we better go get him right now. Are you with me? Experience says, you know what? And just like James is talking about here, he's, he's not saying like, hey, if you ever go through trouble, I hope you make it through and you get endurance. Are you with me? He's going, listen, this is what I experienced. Come on. Then when you read the scripture a little bit different, right? All of a sudden you read it, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, like all the stuff that happened to me, Consider it an opportunity of great joy. See, now no longer is he preaching to somebody because he's talking from experience. Are you with me? I'm not talking at you. I'm talking to you. Are you with me? Verse 3, for you know that when your faith is tested, because mine was tested. Are you with me? When, when, when your faith is tested like I've been tested. Are you with me? This is James preaching here. Somebody get excited. Your endurance has a chance to grow. Some of us are like, I don't want my endurance to grow. I could go without endurance all days of the week. That would be fantastic. No, no, no. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Let it grow. You know, I enjoyed being at Rooted this week. Did anybody enjoy Rooted this week? Ah, uh, Rooted groups. It's been so awesome. Like, like uh, Pastor Jen was talking about, they were going talking about tithing. And, and so I, I had this opportunity, right? I, I could have recorded a video and put it out there so that, so that people wouldn't feel nervous to talk about tithing and giving and ask all those hard questions about it. Like, where does the money go? And what happens? And why, why is the pastor always talking about money? Are you with me? And, and uh, I decided, because our, our church is still small enough, because you know what? There may be a day when we have 15 rooted groups and there's not enough days in the week to go all of it, right? But because we only had two rooted groups, it was like, you know what? I want to go in and I want to talk about this and I want to answer the hard questions. I want to talk about the hard stuff. I, I even got asked, like, well, pastor, so since, all the, since your income comes from the tithes, like, what do you tithe to? And I pulled up my tithing, and I said, here it is right here. Here's what this happened. Here's this, this, this. And, I, and they're like, wow, you're going to show us all that? And I said, yeah, because I believe in it. Because I believe in it. Like when you believe what you believe, it's not afraid, you're not afraid to show people. Are you with me? Come on. When you know what you believe, you can show people, right? And there, there's just something about experience. Because I've had my experiences with God. I remember when I was afraid to tithe. Are you with me? I was afraid to give because then what if I can't pay my bills? What if, what if my family doesn't get to eat because I, I gave all this money away? Are you with me? But by my experience, somebody say experience. By my experience with God is why I have faith. Because I watched God do it again. I watched when I didn't have enough to pour out. I did it anyways and watched God do it again. Come through. I mean, we, got, we were telling stories about all the things that God did. 
And, and a lot of them, it was like, hey, we, we prayed, we gave on Sunday, and something happened on Monday. And I loved one of, one of the people that had shared. He said, hey, but what if that doesn't happen? You know, would that discourage you if it didn't happen? See, this is, this is where your faith gets tested. You see, I, oh, I, I tried that, Pastor. I, I tried giving, and it didn't happen on Monday. What am I going to do? Like, it happened for everyone else on Monday. Did, you, did I just not believe enough? Like, I don't understand. But there's something that happens with that experience of knowing that God is going to come through. See, all of a sudden, you have to let your roots grow deeper so that you can carry more fruit. Come on. For some of us, we're like, gosh, I haven't seen good fruit in a while. Because a lot of times, we're not letting the roots get deeper. We're going like, hey, how come, how come I'm not seeing new growth in my life? How come I'm not seeing new things going on in my life? How come, how come I'm, it's been the same old, same old thing every time? Like, oh, God, when, when is something going to change? Maybe, maybe some of us, we, we got to jump into a place like Pastor Jen and say, hey, I'm not just going to tithe. I'm going to go above and beyond. I want to I see God do something even more new. Are you with me? I, I'm not just going to take care of the few crops I've already planted. I'm going to plant some new ones. Are you with me? I'm going to see God go to a new place. Is anybody with me this morning? Come on, come on. Is anybody excited this morning? Okay, okay, I just want to make sure. Where are my note takers? We have some note takers here today? Oh, yeah, we got some people taking notes, good. Here's point number one this morning. I will gain experience through great endurance. Uh Uh-oh, this is not a fun message, Pastor. They did not get excited about that. Maybe we should go to the backup message that's even better. I will gain experience through great endurance. Oh, I will gain experience through great endurance. You know, it's when you trust God when things aren't working out. They're not working out perfect. And you say, Lord, I trust you anyways. Because I've seen what you've done. I know who you are. I know your character, and I can't quit now, and I won't give up because I'm believing for a breakthrough. Are you with me this morning? Is anybody believing for a breakthrough this morning? Oh, my goodness. I'm about to make you all get up out of your chairs and switch and flop all over the place until we get excited. Come on. Where's the coffee this morning? We got to make sure we get people caffeinated. Are you with me? The Spirit of the Lord needs to enter this place. Are you with me? I will gain experience through great endurance. 1 Corinthians 13, 7 said, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Mm. Did anybody hear that? Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Love is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Well, that's great, Pastor. Love, awesome. I'm glad love does all that stuff. What does that mean for me? 1 John 4, verse 7 says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, verse 8, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Bada boom. You're the man. Thank you for finding that. Oh, my goodness. That's an anointed man right there. He, he's called to preach the gospel. Come on, we're going to go on a speaking tour one day. I'm speaking in the name of Jesus, Cliff. I believe that you are a powerful man of God, that God's put stuff in you that's powerful. Come on, and we're going to do some great things together, my friend. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear the word that's been sitting inside of you that God needs to get out. Come on, I'm serious. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. 
God is love. God is love. Somebody say, God is love. God is love. God is love. So if we go back to 1 Corinthians, God never gives up. God never loses faith. God is always hopeful, and God endures through every circumstance. I want to tell you right now, whatever you are going through, God is with you. You are not alone. You're going to make it through, and you're going to see great things happen. Are you with me? Listen, I know some of us, we barely dragged ourselves in here. I just got to be in church. I need, a, I need a word. I need God to speak to me. Oh, it's been a hard week. It's been a hard month. I, I, 22's, 2022 is already not my favorite year. Can we get to 2023 already? Like, is anybody with me? Right? You might, you might come in here feeling like your circumstances have beat the living tarnation out of you. Are you with me? But I tell you what, God hasn't given up on you. He hasn't quit on you. And you know what? He'll give you the endurance to get through it. Listen, when you're living that less than life, are you with me? Who's enjoying this series so far? Part one, and here we go in part two, right? That living that less than life. When you're walking around and you're feeling like you don't have enough, is that anybody here? Feeling like, man, it doesn't matter how hard I work, I still don't have enough. It's still not working out quite the way I thought. When you're living that less than life, there's a guarantee. Are you with me? There's a guarantee that God's going to be with you. You see, when you're living in that place with the Lord, all of a sudden he's like, no, 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 no. I need to build endurance in you. I need to build endurance in you because there's something bigger that's coming. There's something big. There's a mountain to conquer, and if you don't have the endurance... Are you with me, right? It, it, I might have sleepless nights right now with, with this little puppy. Are you with me? But I might need some more endurance for when that guy is going to start running, right? There's a little husky. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. You know, when, when I get skinny and you ask what diet I'm on, I'm on the husky diet. Are you with me? Come on. In the name of Jesus, right? When you go running with that little guy. We'll see. One, one, one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to get skinny or he's going to get fat. We'll see what happens. One of us is going to rub off on the other one. Let's go back to James, verse 5. If you need wisdom, somebody say wisdom. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, verse 6. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Oh, man. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Come on, somebody. Verse 7. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Oh, goodness. This is getting rough, isn't it? Verse 8. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. As we... Read this thing. I don't know if you're, you're like me and you hold up a mirror and you start going, start evaluating. God, am I really putting my trust in you or am I putting my trust in my job? Am I putting my trust in you or am I putting my trust in the government? Am I putting my trust in you or am I putting my trust in my own logic? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. See, when we're, when we, when we're divided, listen. I'm sitting amongst a bunch of people who have either been divided at some point or are divided at the moment. Are you with me? 
I'm, st- I'm standing in the room as a representative of jacked up people. Hello. Good morning. Listen, I've trusted my own logic instead of trusted God. Have you? Gosh, I've worried about how it's going to work out if I trusted God. Oh, I've got some people just like me. There's been times where all of a sudden I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, use me. Do what you want with me. I'll be standing at this altar saying, God, I want more. And then he, he says, okay. And all of a sudden I lose something that was important to me. I'm like, hey, that's not what I asked for. I asked for breakthrough, not breakdown. I, I, I asked to be lifted up, not torn down. What's going on? You see, when you give God permission, he says, listen, what you've, what's gotten you here isn't going to get you to what's next. i got to break you down so I can build you up. Are you with me? Uh, when, when, I, when I joined the Marine Corps and we, 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 we went into boot camp, do I have any Marines in the house? Do I have any of the other lesser ones? I'm just, ah, I'm just kidding. I love you. Thank you for serving our country. We, we, need, we need people everywhere. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just teasing. You know, that, that's the bantering that happens between all service members. It is what it is. But when I joined the Marine Corps, I remember going in there not having any idea what was going to happen. I didn't know what boot camp was going to be like. I didn't know what those things were going to be like. But you figure out after about the first month, because there's three months of boot camp for Marines. I know for some of the other services it's less, but that's okay. You're prepared for what you need to do. I need to be prepared for what I need to do. Are you with me? Come on. Sometimes you start getting pride about what the, the process that God is taking you through. Are you with me? Oh, if you're going through something today, if you're being dragged through something today, if it's some hard work ahead of you, you're sitting there going, wait a minute. If this is what I have to be prepared for, if this is the type of endurance that I'm going to need, well, I wonder what I'm going to be doing for the Lord. Are you with me? All of a sudden, the training, the training's taking you to that new place. Mm. All of a sudden, we don't have to be depressed about the process because we know the process has a purpose. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. When the process has a purpose, you can start to walk through things a little bit differently. You start to see things a little bit differently. If God thinks I need this much endurance, I can't wait to see the mountain that wants to stand in front of me. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. Woo. We can't be divided. We can't be divided. Here's, here's point number two, my, my note takers. To be unbreakable is to be undivided. To be unbreakable is to be undivided. To be unbreakable is to be undivided. You know, I think about how back in the medieval times when, when they would make swords, the old way, tempering metal. They would take it and, and they'd put it in this heat and, they, and then they'd pull it out and they'd beat the crud out of it. And you're trying to get every weakness out of this metal. Now for some of us, we're sitting there going, why do I keep feeling heat when I seek the Lord? Why do I keep getting beat down when I go to church? Why? Because listen, if they, if they didn't temper the metal and they just, hey, hey, you know what? It looks sharp. It looks good. Let's go to battle. You know what happens? If that, that metal hits another metal that's more tempered than itself, it breaks. God wants to make sure you don't break. He wants to make sure that when you make it to this next place, you're sitting there going, wait, how come I am the one that has to keep getting beat up? How come I'm the one? God's tempering us. He's tempering us. He's getting us ready for the fight. Is anybody ready for the fight? 
Oh, I can't wait for the fight. I want to see what God, I want to see the giants fall. Is anybody with me? Come on. I'm ready for the fight. I want to see God do a great work. That means I got to willingly go back into the fire. I got to willingly take the hammer of the Lord. Come on, Lord. Beat, beat it out of me. Beat the junk out of me. I, I want to see, God, I want you to make me pure. I want you to make me real. I want, I want not to just talk about faith. I want to live it. Are you with me? I don't want to just preach about faith. I want to live it. I was telling our, our rooted groups as we were talking about giving and tithing and stuff like that. And I said, listen, one of the commitments that you have from me is that we're not going to be doing a building fund. Oh, and some of us are like, oh, darn it. When are we going to get a building? When's it going to happen? I know. I know that if I were to put it out there, hey, we're going to do a building fund. We need to raise this much money. We can get a building. You know what happens? People get excited about the building. But they miss the principle of tithing. They miss the power of tithing. They miss the power of, of trusting God. See, I believe that if we teach people the principles of God and they tithe, not because there's going to be some cool thing at the end of the rainbow. But instead, they say, hey, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to press into what he wants me to do. I'm going to seek him and, and how I should give and how I can be a cheerful giver. All of a sudden, when you, when you start doing that, we'll, we'll, we'll not just buy a building. We'll be buying buildings all over the place. Huh? All of a sudden, when, when Cliff and Jen Mulot are ready, come on, because he's preaching the word, and he's ready, we can launch another church. Are you with me? When all of a sudden, when people start to step up in faith to watch God do more, hey, no, is it, if it's harder, sign me up. I want to get tempered. Oh, if, if it gets hotter, sign me up. I want, to, I want to see the fullness of what God can do. Come on. All of a sudden, we have a whole group of people who have crazy faith. Crazy faith because they're living less than. Oh, they're living less than. They're going, hey, you know what? I might not have it all together, but it's God's word says that if I can trust him with little, I can trust him with much. See, some of us are living on our little wondering where God is. He says, hey, can I trust you with what you got? Can I trust you where you're at? If I can trust you where you're at, then all of a sudden we can go to new places together. But until we figure that out, come on. And a lot of us get comfortable in the process. We get comfortable in these places where it's not working. Are you with me? Instead of seeing that as a process to go to what's next, we start seeing that, well, I guess that's just a way of life. I guess I'm to struggle like this forever. Come on. So I, I've got way too many Christian martyrs living out there. Are you with me all this? Well, the Lord just wants me to be poor. This is just the way it's going to be. I'm just going to be poor. I, I'm living for the Lord. I'm not living for myself. I'm living for the Lord. No, that's not the word that I've read. That's not the word that I've read. He said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. That, that doesn't mean living less than. Are you with me? That doesn't mean living less than like that. All of a sudden, when you submit everything you have to him, oh, you might be broke, but you're not broken. Are you with me? All of a sudden, it's like, no, no, I got more than enough. I'm not complaining about what I have. I'm going to pour it out. Because I know that if I sow the seed, that I'll see a harvest. See, some of us are going like, oh, I got to hold on to the seed. If I hold on to the seed, maybe I can make it last as long as possible. But when you sow the seed, you see a harvest. That means you gotta let go. Let it go. Let it go. Come on. I'm one with the wind and star. Are, are anybody? No. I, I'm, it's just get. It's in there. I gotta get it out, you guys. I gotta get it out. I gotta let it go. To be unbreakable is to be undivided. 
Matthew 5. Come on, we're going to get fired up here. Are you ready? Matthew 5, verse 3. Is anybody still excited? Because I think this is, this is us right here. God's talking to us. He's talking through us. Here it comes. God blesses, verse 3, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him. Now, this doesn't mean financially. It means that you know that you're not enough by yourself, period. Whether that's financially, whether that's physically, whether that's, whether that's economically, whether that's, you know, morally, wherever, you know you can't do it without him. Are you with me? God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Woo! Is anybody excited? I told you this was going to be exciting. You know what? Get out of your chairs. I'm not going to make you move around, but we're going to start there. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. We got the word up there. We got the word up there. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of God is theirs. Verse 4, God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Verse 5, God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. Come on, these are the promises of God, you guys. Verse 6, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. Come on, someone. Verse 7, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Verse 8, God blesses those hearts are pure, for they will see God. Verse 9, God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called children of God. Verse 10, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Verse 11, God blesses, somebody say God blesses. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers verse 12 be happy about it come on somebody be happy about it be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven and remember the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way listen there's a battle ahead and it's going to take endurance but less is more when you feel like you're less than in the kingdom, you grab on to the king. Are you with me? You hold on to his hand. You watch him work in and through your life. Oh, my goodness, this is all the Holy Spirit because I was about to pass out when I woke up this morning. I was practically napping on the drive here. Are you with me? Just tired. Chelsea said, are you excited about your message? I said, uh, uh. And she said, oh, that bad, huh? I said, no, I'm excited about the Holy Spirit because he's going to do it because he's going to do it. Listen, you might be exhausted out of your mind. You've been pushing. You've been pressing. You've been praying. You've been doing all the right things. You've been tithing. You've been offering. You've been pouring it out, and you've been going, gosh, when is this going to happen? But listen, it's not time to back up. It's time to step up. It's time to step in to the fullness of what he has for you. If you want to see that breakthrough, he says right here, it, it belongs to you. He blesses those who are in that same position that you're in right now. He blesses you. Oh, his aim is for you. Listen, I know you might feel stretched. I know you might feel stretched beyond belief like, like butter on, on too much bread. 
spread thin, don't have enough. Are you with me? But at the same time, when you watch God do what he can do, when you, don't, when you finally come to the end of yourself, hello, somebody, when you finally get to the end of yourself is the best you ever had. Are you with me? When you no longer have the strength to push forward, that's when God does his best work. All of a sudden, people get set on fire. All of a sudden, people get set free. All of a sudden, we watch breakthrough break out all over the place. Woo. And take your seat. Take your seat. Come on, somebody lift up a shout as you sit down. <sighs> oh. To live less than in the kingdom of God is to live greater than anything this world has to offer. Woo. I'm not enough. Unless you come, will you meet me here again? God bless us. God bless us. Oh, we sing all these awesome songs. And we, we know the lyrics and we, we sit there and like, oh, I'm not enough. You know, but most of us in real life are going, oh, I'm not enough. Oh, I can't do this. It doesn't sound as pretty, does it? Yeah, we don't want that on the worship team, do we? But that's real life. See, these verses that are sound so pretty, if we live it out, it might look a little different. It might look a little ugly. Hello. Faith sometimes is ugly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Faith sometimes is ugly. Faith sometimes is digging deeper when you've got nowhere else to go. Come on. So, faith sometimes, it, you're, you're bleeding and going, God, I still trust you. God, I still believe. Oh, it's worth it. It's worth it. I shared this story when we were talking about tithing with our, our rooted groups. <sighs> I can't remember which group I said it to. I, maybe it might have been Friday, but is Friday the favorited group? I don't know. Or is, is Monday the favorited group? My, my mother-in-law is the favorited group. Come on, somebody. Yeah, come on. Come on, Monday. Pastor AJ and Pastor Sarah are not here to shout for Monday. No, we love you, Pastor AJ, Pastor Sarah. <sighs> but less than in this, in God's kingdom, is greater than anything this world has to offer. First John four four. But you, somebody say, but you, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won. Are you serious? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nobody shouted for that. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won. You've already won. You've already won the victory over these people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than. Somebody say greater than. The spirit that lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in this world. You have not been taken out. You're not done yet. You're just getting started. Oh, my goodness. If anybody's like me, and they've gotten the crud beat out of them, it's time to get excited. It's time to get excited. I've irritated so many people when they come to, to get counseling, and they tell me all the hard things they're going through, and I say, dude, 
I'm excited for you. And they're like, did you not hear anything I just said? Did you not hear all the junk that I'm going through that's not fair? And you're supposed to say, oh, that's terrible, it's not fair. And instead my response is, I'm excited for you. Because if you're going through something right now, I know there's something on the other side. You see, all of a sudden your circumstances look different when you look through the eyes of God. Come on, are you with me? The circumstances look different when you look through the eyes of God. See, he looks at it as a training ground. I'm getting you ready for what's next. We start giving the enemy all kinds of praise, thinking like, oh, the enemy did this to me, the enemy did that to me. Maybe it's God preparing you for what's next. Maybe if we stop cursing what God is doing, we'll actually get through it. I don't know if that's a word for somebody today. Ooh. But it hurt if the shoe fits. Somebody say, wear it. Wear it. Listen, I'm preaching to myself. Are you with me? I'm preaching to myself. We can't sit and just lick our wounds all day when there's a world to win out there. Come on, we can't sit and sit around and just complain. Well, how was your day? Just yours was terrible. Let me tell you how about how bad mine was. Who had the worst gay, day game? Are you with me? All of a sudden, wait a minute. This is what God's word says. He says he's he's preparing me for something. Blessed are the poor. He blesses the poor. So if I feel like I'm poor right now in any way, here comes a blessing. Are you with me? Is anybody hear me today? Is this a word for anybody today? Only for the people online that can't watch because we played too many songs that we're not supposed to? I don't know. Come on, Dorothy. Dorothy's watching. Cece's watching. She, Cece's watching at work. That's what I'm talking about. I got people, oh, I can't go to church, Pastor. I, I'm at work. She's over there. She's got, she's got the word in her ears where she's doing her work. Are you with me? Come on. Getting fed. Woo. John chapter 3, whisper to your neighbor, here it comes. John chapter 3, verse 30, he must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. He must become greater and greater, I must become less and less. You know why I need to become less and less? If I don't become less and less, I'm just going to give in to all my flesh. Are you with me? Because following Jesus isn't fun all the time. Hello. Hello. I know. We're a fun church. We like to have fun. Worship team, you can come up here if you want. I'm about to say the third point anyway. Do it. They're all waiting. They're like, he's going to say, here comes the third point, and then they go. I love my worship team. They're awesome. Third point's coming in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Just playing. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, it comes in an hour. Are you with me? If you're lucky, it comes in an hour because all of a sudden breakthrough starts breaking out. And the school has to kick us out of here because we didn't pay for that much, much time to be here, right? If you're lucky. If you're lucky, heaven opens up the roof. If you're lucky... If you're lucky, you leave here different than you've ever been, if you're lucky. Point number three, I want to be less than to experience God's greater than. 
I want to be less than to experience God's greater than. As you give up yourself, as I give up myself, as we give up ourselves, we actually get to experience more. Is anybody with me? Is anybody still fired up? Come on. If I give up myself, I can experience who God created me to be instead of who I feel like being today. You ever wake up and like, I'm just not feeling it. Hello every Monday morning for me. Are you with me? Probably for most of you too. When you have to go to work, I'm not feeling it today. But all of a sudden when I give up myself, and I say I'm going to pour myself out as an offering, now I've got nothing left. God, you have to pour yourself into me so I can go and be all that you called and created me to be. You know how much smarter you sound when God is in you? Come on. You know how much better you are when you've got none of you left? Hello. Hello. When all of a sudden it's not about you anymore. People go, wow, you're incredible. And you're like, listen, it's not me. It's not me, it's him. It's him. It's what he's doing in me. It's what he's doing through me. I, 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 I gave all myself up. I was running on nothing. And this is what he does through me now. Are you with me? Is anybody hearing me today? I want to be less than to experience God's greater than. John 14, verse 12 says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. Right, Cliff? Come on. Cliff, can you come back up here? I want you to come up here. Yeah, yeah, get up here. Get up here. Cliff's my favorite. Cliff's my favorite. Oh, old tie-in-the-shoe trick. I'm just kidding. When God's called you, nothing can hold you back. Nothing can hold you back. When you're a champion, are you with me? When God's called you, when God's called you. You know what, I see in you so much. I remember, I remember being like, I didn't like being in front of people. You don't like being in front of people, right? He hates this right now, you guys. I may never see him again. This might be my last day. I don't know. He he says he's going to sign up for more work on Sundays. But you know what? I remember being afraid to be in front of people. I remember thinking that no one wants to hear what I have to say. I remember thinking like, oh, I don't matter that much. Look at that person. They're so much more charismatic than me. They're they're such an eloquent speaker. Why would anybody want to talk to me? And I I see in you that same warrior spirit because if somebody's hurting you'll fight for them there's no question you won't even ask the fight has already begun you're you're fighting on their behalf that's what a pastor is that's what a pastor is the wolf's coming I don't know if I'm the most qualified I don't know if I'm the best with the weapons I've been given but I tell you what if it's between me and and these sheep I'm going to go first are you with me and that's who Cliff is I believe that's what is inside of so many of us out there. And as we watch, listen, listen, we're all in process. We're all in process. When I look out at the people in this room, I see people in process. Oh, we might not believe in ourselves. We might not think we've got it all together. It might be embarrassing. But I'm going to tell you something. If you'll just stand on his word. And stand in who he says that you are. 
It doesn't matter what the world says. The world's less than anyways. See, what God can do in a less than person is going to be greater than anybody can do in the world. So all of a sudden, we all step into a place where we trust God. I've watched so many people get inspired. Listen, I'm going to sound arrogant for a minute. Are you ready? Does anybody like arrogance? No, right? We don't like arrogance. But I'm going to give you some confidence, okay? Give you some confidence. It looks a lot like arrogance, especially when you don't have confidence. God has used my life to inspire hundreds of people. Wow, what a jerk. He thinks a lot of himself, doesn't he? No. I know that I'm less than. That's the difference. Most people won't admit that they're less than. They're trying to prove that they're good enough around everybody else. I know that I'm less than. Because I know that I'm less than, I don't have to live up to anything else except what God puts in me. Are you with me? And you are the same. You see, when each of us steps into this thing, as people watch my brother Cliff step into this place with God, where God starts to do things in him that he sees as impossible, and people watch it, they go, wait a minute, I was there when I saw you and you were shy. Wait a minute, I was there when you were afraid to talk in front of people. I was there. When this guy starts shouting on a stage just like this and bringing people to know Jesus, I hope that I get to sit on the front row. You know why? Because I was there when he couldn't do it by himself. Now that he's at the end of himself, we watch God do crazy things through him. Are you with me? Just like you. There's not enough room on this stage, but I want to invite every single person to stand on this stage and see it from my point of view. Because when you understand how less than you might be, and you're willing to admit it, hey, I may not have all that it takes. I might look different than other people. I might talk different than other people. I, I'm, I might not have it all together. I don't have all these things that are pre-qualify you to stand on a stage like that. But I tell you what, when you stand on this stage and you realize it's just a different platform. It's the same ground. Nobody in here is different. Because we're all different. We're all different parts of the body. And what we, each of us need to see is when people just like Cliff step into what's next. Step into the fullness of what God's called you to. And when they, when they see that, they go, if he could do it, maybe I could too. That's all I am, you guys. I get to be a billboard for how good Jesus is. That's it. Why are you so happy, Jesus? Why are you so fired up, Jesus? Why do you have hope, Jesus? Man, how is it, how is it that you're, you are the way that, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I feel like I got some people in here right now, they're going like, I am at the end of myself. I got nothing left. Jesus, Jesus, the rocks don't have to cry out today because I'm crying out to you. Jesus, fill me. Fill me. Take me to this next place. Thanks for being embarrassed for me. I'm proud of you. You're an amazing man. You're kicking butt, taking names. And the devil is so scared of you. He's scared of you. He knows your potential. He knows your potential. And he's afraid of you. Because if you step into that potential... There's hundreds of people's lives will be changed because of you. Because of you. 
You don't have to believe in yourself because I don't believe in me. I don't believe in me, but I believe in him. When my bride asked me this morning how you feel about your message, and I just made animal noises at her, I knew that God had to do it. You know what? There's going to be times when you step into those places and you're like, I don't have it. I got nothing left. I know you pour out so much for your family. You're driving countless hours and doing crazy stuff and getting up, getting up when everyone's sleeping, getting home when everybody's going to sleep. I know you're going the extra mile for your family, but God's got more for you. Press into it. Press into it. See what he has next. Press into it. Believe for more. Press into it and watch him do crazy stuff through you. If this word is for any of you out here or you watching online, receive it. I'm not just talking the clip. This is the Holy Spirit talking to each of us. I'm not qualified. I don't have what it takes. I'm not reading his mind here, you guys. Like, but I know how most of us feel. What most of us are going through. Wondering, is it going to work? Am I good enough? God says you don't have to be because I am. Amen? You don't have to be because I am. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Come on. Love you, dude. I tell you the truth. Anybody who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. Verse 13. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. The only way that any of us can ask for things in Jesus' name. Listen, this is not, you know, who, who can rub the, rub the lamp the right way. If I ask in Jesus' name, he'll give me a yacht. Dear Jesus, I wish for a yacht. No. If you ask in my name, you know what that means? When you get to the end of yourself, and you've got nothing left, now what you ask for is in Jesus' name. Because now you're going, I don't got it anymore. I'm done. I've come to the end of myself. God, whatever you want to do now is up to you. And he goes, finally. Finally, somebody who's workable. Finally, somebody who can be used. Finally, have you got to the end of yourself? This is how you ask in Jesus' name. How do I ask in Jesus' name and it will happen? Because there's more Jesus in me than there is me in me. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. What are we asking for? Are we asking for it in our own name? Are we asking for it in our own understanding? Proverbs 3, verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Verse 6, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. When no longer it is me that is living, but it is Christ living in me and through me, I can get over myself. I can finally step aside, stop worrying about what people think, stop worrying about if I'll make it or not, stop worrying about who I have to schmooze to get up the ladder. All of a sudden, I just walk out what God said and it doesn't matter the rest of it. He's going to do it because it's Him and not me. Are you with me? Oh, is this encouraging anybody this morning? I pray that it is because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall asleep after this service. I got nothing left. Are you with me? Got nothing left. Got nothing left. I'm at the end of Jesus. It's all you. It's all you. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to.
invite my new brothers and sisters to know Jesus for real. I'm not talking about religion and another service or just a belief system. I'm signing up for a belief system. That's not what I'm talking about. I want you to have a real relationship with God where God can speak to you, where God can direct you, where God can be a, not just a part of your life, but your whole life in general. That might sound crazy, but that's what you were built for. You were built to see what God can do in and through you. Everything else is less than. Less than. So if you're here this morning or you're watching online, this was a word for you, then receive it. Thank God, I've come to the end of myself. I got nothing left. I need you. If that's you this morning, I want you to raise your hand for me. Say, hey, that's me. I've come to the end of myself, and I need you, Jesus. There's a hand, there's a hand, there's a hand. Come on. Hands popping up all over the room and probably all over the world. Because we're coming to the end of ourselves. And Jesus, we need you. We need you. We need you. We got nothing left. We need you. Get ready to take the extra mile faster than you took the first mile. More powerfully than you took the first mile. You're running on empty, but that's where God works. Come on. That's where God fills us up. That's where God makes things run. That, he runs in the miraculous. He runs in the impossible. Father God, we are at the end of ourselves. And we're ready to see you do a work through us that we could never do on our own. Therefore, we can't take any of the credit. It's all you. For any of those hands that are raised or if you're watching online and you're ready to give your life to Jesus, I want you to pray this prayer. To say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for giving your life for me so that I can be in eternity with you in heaven. Jesus, I, I dedicate everything that I have. I'm pouring myself out at the altar this morning. And I'm asking that you fill me back up with you. I've been so afraid to let go of myself. But now, I'm stepping out in faith. I'm taking a step. I'm taking a leap. I'm scared, i got to be honest, I'm scared that I'll be empty if I pour myself out. But Lord, I'm going to trust you at your word that you're going to fill me up. That you're going to fill my cup. That I'll be full of your Holy Spirit. My life will be more than it ever has so far. But God, I give you my life today. All the junk, all the brokenness, I give it to you. Lord, make me brand new. Make me a soldier in your army. Show me how powerful I can be under the right leadership. I step aside, take the helm, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said, amen. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Let's worship together. Come on, let's have a shout.
I got five minutes, four and a half, four and 26 seconds. I believe today is a breakthrough day for somebody that you needed to hear. You know what? I've been feeling less than for so long. Now I know it's exactly where I need to be. And if that's you this morning, I want you to come up to the altar and, and, and just pour yourself out for just a moment. Just a moment. If you want to see breakthrough, if you've been waiting for a breakthrough, whatever it is, you've been waiting for something financially, you've been waiting for something physically, a breakthrough. This is where it changes. When you step out of where you're comfortable and you step into uncomfortable, you go into those places. Listen, it takes one that inspires the rest. Who's going to be the one? Who's going to be the one? Get up here. Come on. Come on. Go into death cannot hold you. Here we go. Things are breaking off, people. Death could not hold Come on. you. Here we go. The veil tore before you. You silence the bones of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring. The praise of your glory. Come on. It's breaking off the people right now. To life again. And you have no rival. Come on.
because he has no rival. He has no equal. Less than in the kingdom of God is greater than anything this world has to offer. Less is more. Less is more. Sam, less is more. Come on, less is more. You are more powerful than you realize because there's less of you and more of him. Come on, somebody. Less is more. You have no rival, Jesus. You have no equal. Yours is the name above every other name. God, I pray over every circumstance represented in this, in this altar, in this room. I pray over every circumstance. I pray for the fire to enter into the hearts of your people again. And we're taking off. We're taking off. I've been accused so many times as a pastor. Pastor Justin, you don't know how to build a plane. You, you build it while you're taking off. Build it while you're taking off. You don't got it all together, but we're taking off. We're taking off. Because he is greater. He's greater, and I am less than. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your breakthrough this morning. I pray that miracles are breaking out right here as we speak. I pray, God, that, that financial provision is coming right through right now as we speak. God, that you're making a way in the wilderness. Lord Jesus, I pray for purpose to come and fall down right here as we speak. God, for those of us that have been sitting in the stands, watching what you're doing, getting excited about the game, I pray that we get out of our seat, walk down to the field, strap some pads on, scared out of our mind to see what you can do next, because we're going to win. You already said we won and we have the victory. We've won and we have the victory. We've won and we have the victory. We've won and we have the victory. Come on, we've won and we have the victory. We've won and we have the victory. Man. I'm now two minutes and 15 seconds over time per the norm. If you have yet to receive what you need to receive, you can come up here and you stay as long as you need. They can put the stage away last. It's fine. We'll, we'll get it done. But get what you need from the Lord. Sometimes you got to push through. Sometimes you got to press in to get what you need from the Lord. Amen. Did anybody get what they needed this morning? Come on get what you needed this morning come on Mosiers get what you need God's got enough for each of us amen we love you thank you for watching online if you didn't get to watch on Facebook I hope you got to watch on YouTube or on our interactive church wherever you're watching from send this message to somebody somebody needed to hear this they've been beating themselves up lately send this message to them there's a reason for your less than there's a reason for your less than because he's more than enough Amen. Amen, Cameron. Amen. Love you all. Have an amazing week. Let's do this thing.